Welcome back, friends, to this week's episode of Living Well While Living Online. I'm your host, Tammy Riley. So excited to bring you uh, someone who I've admired and had as one of my role models for so long, um, the famous in the fitness industry, Mindy Milray, and her husband, Bruce, equally as famous. They now have their own program, um, a nonprofit called One Day to Wellness. And so you will hear this dynamic duo talk about all things self-care because that is their life now in this RV day to day. So really exciting. We get some tidbits. uh, There's some ideas of recipes and hopefully leading you to want more. So you're going to want to follow them on their social media and check out their website as we get down to learn more about One Day to Wellness with Bruce and Mindy Milray. Okay, so welcome listeners. Super, super excited for this week's episode with fitness icons. Uh, There are those of you in the industry that I know are listening. We have Mindy Milray and Bruce Milray here today. Uh, Their uh, program that they're working on right now and have been for a few years is One Day to Wellness. So this is a couple that is radiating, emanating, teaching, I mean, day in, day out, the idea of self-care. So who better to have in this conversation than the people that are driving around the country, literally doing this every day. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Tammy, for inviting us. Yeah, thanks, Tammy. It's a pleasure. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's super fun. I'm going to let you each introduce yourselves just a little bit. Um, Mindy definitely has been somebody that many of us have followed for years. You really have uh, brought so much to the fitness industry. I mean, your gliding disc is is definitely a, a must in every gym, in every home uh, exercise kit, in every bar studio. So many, many, many people do know who you are. I don't know if as many know your beautiful sidekick, um, but we're going to give him some airtime today too to make sure that everybody knows uh, what a dynamic couple you are. So uh, whoever would like to start off with maybe just a quick little intro, bio, whatever you'd like to share with the listeners about yourself before we start. Well, why don't we let the fitness stars start? (laughs) Okay. Well, Tammy, thank you so much for that intro to the intro. Um, I've been in the fitness industry longer than probably many people that are listening would, are alive, and have been alive. And I started uh, teaching mother-daughter disco when I was 17 years old. Oh I just God. turned 60, and I've seen it all come and go. So, yes, I am the creator of Gliding. Also, Tabata Boot Camp and mm-hmm. One Day to Wellness with my husband, Bruce. I, I pulled him... <clears throat> into the fitness industry about 20 years ago because he was working in the semiconductor industry and I was working in the fitness industry. And I said, oh, my industry is so much more fun. (laughs) So I finally convinced him to quit his job, join me. And we have never looked back. It's been so, so very much fun. But my journey has really been one of um, uh, creation. So I Mm. look in the fitness industry, I look at what is not being done, and I try to fill that gap. So be- okay. in the, between the pieces and the parts, I try to create programming and products that maybe people have thought of but haven't implemented or maybe haven't um, even thought of. So mm. I, I try to be um, in the leading leading uh, edge of, of the fitness industry. And Bruce yeah, Milray, yeah. who are you? <laughs> I'm Mindy's husband. <laughs> You that's have a longer bio known, than that, Bruce. That's what I've been known for for most of my career in the fitness industry. 
but uh, <clears throat> I was I spent most of my career in sales and marketing in Silicon Valley, working in the semiconductor and the high tech industry, and it was great. And Mitty did constantly pester me about going into business with her. Uh, we had three <laughs> kids in college at the time, and uh, she didn't make any money. <laughs> he always said it. He was saying, you don't make any money. I said, I'd love to work in the fitness industry, but we have about $300,000 a year in expenses. So maybe- <laughs> college and everything. College. Yeah, but so I that- said, if we do it, did it together, if we did it together, then, uh, then we would thrive. And so we created a whole bunch of businesses. And oh, we had a, a video production company um, mm. for many, many years. But I, I'm sorry, I interrupted oh, you. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Exactly. Oh. Okay. Go ahead, Bruce. Wrap well, it up. I, uh, yeah, we. I, I did quit my job. I guess close to 20 years ago now, and I came in and I, I just began to help Mindy with basic marketing and uh, contact lists, so that we'd be a little more. She would be a little more streamlined mm-hmm. in her online presence. She already had was selling a gajillion videos and. Um, and we had that video production company for a while. But about <clears throat> 11 years ago, I started going to these fitness conferences. And I went, I've i always had uh, a, an interest in nutrition. I dove into the world of nutrition 10 years ago, and that's really been my sole focus for the last 10 years for a variety of reasons. And But I would go to these conferences, and I would listen to these lectures, and it became very clear to me that everything was a sales pitch. Hmm. And there were at, at these conferences, there was no uh, really scientific evidence being shared about what it is that they were talking about. And quite honestly, it just infuriated me. And I said, I got to straighten it. I mean, I can't go to any more of these. I'm going to just start telling people the truth. He was a hot mess. He'd come <clears> back to the booth and go, I can't believe what I just heard. I can't believe it. I said, oh why God. don't you speak? Why don't you speak at these conferences? So, I, so be- started. I, I became a uh, nutritionist and. Um, I've never counseled people individually. I've always just been into, I don't really believe in that so much. I just, people need to understand where they can go. You talk about self-care and your, your, your podcast is on self-care. Where does self-care begin? Mm. Food. Right here. If, 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 if You can do whatever you want for self-care. If you're not feeding yourself correctly, I would say nothing else really matters. Your, your self-care is, you're not, you're not maintaining self-care. I would say that diet is probably 98% of self-care. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, it, I, really. I mean, that's and that's the science more or less bears that out. But uh, uh, so I started lecturing in the fitness industry and then we expanded. I was diagnosed almost at the same time with prostate cancer. So I did a lot of research into prostate cancer and went through several treatments. Uh, but then it became very clear to me that uh, the hormonal cancers, both prostate cancer it was Breast Cancer Awareness Month last month, mm-hmm. which is a money-making machine for the Susan B. Corman Foundation, but it doesn't do much for breast cancer. So it makes people a lot of money, and that makes mm-hmm. me angry too. However, <clears throat> well, I mean, it's just there's people selling stuff. It's not people mm-hmm. providing you with really good information that you can utilize if you're dealing with cancer. Right. Um, and so uh, at the same time, I transitioned. I was diagnosed with cancer, and I, that was 10 years ago. I'm still battling cancer right now. I'm on hormone therapy right now, but I can tell you that I feel great and that my number one tool for my self-care was moving away from a horrible American diet 
full of right. dairy, processed foods, candy bars in the form of protein bars and all the other garbage that gets sold in the fitness industry. And uh, everything got better. And I, Every, also... I just got, I, I lost 40 pounds and it's been great. And that was 10 years ago. We've ne I mean, all we've done is refine our diet and continue to study the science and the research because I'm a data-driven and research-driven uh, individual. I ended up writing a book about my experience. It's called A, a Plant-Powered Approach to Prostate Cancer. And the first half of the book is the story of my horrific journey after being diagnosed with cancer and the mental anguish associated with it uh, and how important it is to have a great partner when you go through mm -hmm. something like this. Uh, but then the second, the second half of the book, I interviewed um, all the, the experts around the world that uh, on nutrition and cancer. So there's a segment in there with Dr. T. Colin Campbell. There's a section in there with Dr. Neil Bernard of Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, Gordon Sachs of UCSD, who did a lot of research into this. So it's it's a research-driven book, and it's not. I'm not trying to sell anybody anything. We don't sell anything other than fruit and veggie teas in our program. Uh, we made a commitment when we started doing this to Dr. Michael Greger because he committed to supporting us as an educational partner. Uh, nutritionfacts.org, and he said, I'll do whatever you want um, to help you out, but you can't take money from the supplement, pharmaceutical, or food industry, if you and you need to be a nonprofit. And we said, that sounds good, and that's what we did. So we, that's what we do. And awesome. Tammy, I want to add to that. Yes. You're talking about self-care. Mm -hmm. Up until uh, when Bruce and I were traveling every single weekend to a fitness conference, helping other people be well and speaking on evidence-based nutrition and fitness and wellness and all that stuff. Well, we weren't walking the walk too much. I mean, we're having a great time, but every week we're on that plane schlepping our stuff and then we get off the plane and then we get only home two days and then we get back on the plane, go somewhere else. It was exhausting. Plus we had a full business with employees and Four years ago, we were sitting in the Atlanta airport, ready to board the plane to come back to California because we were at a conference in Atlanta. Bruce sat down and he said, why are we going home? Why don't we just, because our next conference was just in DC. Why don't we just rent a car and just drive to DC, be there a couple days early and just chill? And mm -hmm. I said, well, we got to do our laundry. We got to check our mail. He's like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing it. Life, life on airplanes. It's just, it's, it's not, it's not going to work for us. And we've been doing it for so long. And I was thinking, uh oh, I'm going to lose my 1K status. Oh no, oh no. Uh, but I mean, cause you get a free snack <laughs> when you win. and you get a free glass of wine and a free snack. So I really like that aspect. However, oh my gosh. Bruce, uh, he talked me into it. So we, we rented a car and we went to DC and then, and then I said, okay, well, what's your idea? And he said, you know what, you know, John Madden, John Madden gets driven around in a bus. He doesn't go on a plane ever. Let's do that. But I said, well, we can't get a bus driver. He said, well, you know what we can do? We can buy an RV. And so we said, this is our self-care. Our self-care is we have to give up something right? Maybe it's not as hectic a lifestyle because we have to get from one place to another and it takes a little bit longer to get there. But we're doing it in a way that is really, I just relaxed, right? Mm -hmm. But wouldn't you say that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so by, buying the RV, moving to the RV four years ago 
has been monumental to our to our healthcare, to our um, self-care. Well, self yeah. I, yeah. I love everything that you're talking about right now. I love the whole story about this. And for those who are listening, who don't realize, and you think um, fitness is just, you know, I'm going to say in quotes, air quotes, teaching a class, you know, there is so much that goes on behind the scenes when you are working for a company, working for yourself, doing video, presenting at these conferences, and literally, I mean, right now we're in a, a little bit different time, things are coming back, but pre-pandemic, there was pretty much a conference every weekend in the U.S. that oh, yeah. you could go to, plus international things, you know, heading to FIBO and going to URSA and, you know, the global community and then getting hired to do a Tabata training in another country and flying out. So when Mindy speaks to every weekend being out and about, I mean, that really is the lifestyle. And although it seems glamorous and you got your great status and your, your wine, and we love all of that, uh, it does take its toll on our bodies for sure. And I, I love the admission that you were in this sort of, um, you know, day in, day out, you know, fly in, do the laundry, switch the suitcase, fly out. And, uh, and it does take its toll. And, and it, you have to turn the lens back and say, I'm, I'm saying this and I'm telling people every weekend how to take care of themselves and to be better instructors and to take care of their own students. But, but what about me? What about us? So um, I think that is where a whole different journey began for the two of you when you purchased this vegetable RV, which tell us about the RV because you not only bought an RV, like now you've downsized every part of your life. So just share a little bit of that story with uh, the listeners. Well, we've wrapped the RV. We have a 32-foot Atasca Winnebago. It's a 2008. We, bought, we got a really good deal. And we wrapped it. Uh, we have a wrap around it that's all fruits and vegetables. One day to wellness. And the back, it has our pictures. And it says, follow us. And actually, a couple years ago, we noticed this car was following us. We, we turned off and we stopped. And this, this car came up. And this gal came out. She goes, well, I'm following you. Oh my gosh, I'm following <laughs> it. was the funniest thing. But we, we also realized being on the road, it's very detrimental to your health because you can't eat really well. Mm. Because every restaurant, they have oil in every dish and we don't eat oil or it's laden with something that we don't eat. So in the RV, we can cook all of our meals. So it's spectacular that way. Right. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> well, it's true. For us, uh, we we make all of our meals, Tammy. Yeah. And <clears throat> Fort Lauderdale. I mean, we were there for how many days? Yeah, for the bar summit. Yeah, yeah. And it, we didn't have the RV. We fly. It is just such a. When you make a commitment to really self care, which the number one thing for self care is to eat well. It's practically impossible to do it going out to a restaurant. Mm. I, I don't know how else to put it. It's just mm. impossible because we do eat a oil-free diet because of the research that shows that oil is such a dangerous food. That's not. It's not a food. It's extracted liquid fat from some plant and processed in a factory, and. Uh, once we gave up oil, hey, we felt great, and we could. Once you do it, you can't go back to eating. You, can't. you just, you just can't do it. Your body won't accept it, and so that all the more reason that we just can't eat out. 
or we will go out. I mean, we'll go to a fancy restaurant and we're like, all right, I'll try to struggle through that. So really restaurants are an absolute struggle uh, if you're really serious about mm-hmm. taking care of yourself and eating healthily. It's, I would say it is impossible if you travel full time and you cannot make your own food. And the worst restaurants are vegan restaurants. And so I had to try to make both uh, yeah, uh, uh, oh. yeah. The vegan restaurants, forget it. I mean, there's just they're oil palaces. Unless it's unless it's raw vegan. Yeah, we've actually done. Uh, we released our first travel log show on reviewing restaurants around the country. Ah. We did it in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. So if you um, if you search, it's actually on our website. Um, okay. And uh, we found a cup. There's a restaurant called Cafe de Luz in Austin, Texas. It's the only restaurant. That John Mac, who's the president of Whole Foods? John Mackey. John mm-hmm. Mackey, who lives in Austin, Texas, uh, he actually helped start this little co-op, uh, and it's the only place he will eat. He really? Won't eat his, he won't eat at Whole Foods, but he will eat at Cafe de Luz <laughs> uh, because they do make excellent uh, whole food, plant-based meals without any added extracted fat. Yeah, we'll. When we go to a restaurant, we'll go to like a steak place because mm-hmm. a steak place you can get a big baked potato. Okay. You can get a steamed veggies. You can get salsa. You can get uh, balsamic vinegar. Most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah, but yeah. still, you're going to struggle. A lot of times, you say I want steamed vegetables, and here come the steamed vegetables coated in oil or coated in right. butter before they put. They it just and that's people don't know. But Riley, listen to this. So it's we're. Riley. I'm sorry. Tammy. Tammy. <laughs> I know because you love your Riley. We have a Riley friend. I love Riley too. So Tammy. (laughs) So we're we just did our um one we did a a veg fest in Raleigh, North Carolina, and we had such a great time. But all the speakers, all the speakers were talking about the detriments of oil. All the food trucks had deep fryers and they were all serving oil-based foods. So we So there's a lot of these, most of the veg fests are really vegan junk food yeah. festivals. And that's uh, one thing. Uh, if there's one okay. message, being, we don't like to talk about being vegan or it, it, it doesn't make any difference. It, it, you can eat, be vegan and eat a horrible diet and put yourself right. in an early grave. But tell Tammy our idea. Oh, so we want, we want yeah, okay. we, a new idea. Food, We'd love it. All these food trucks were just working away, right? Selling deep fried. Every speaker, I mean, there's a couple hundred people at this place, all the speakers are talking about the detriments of consuming oil and to eliminate oil for your diet for health. And every food truck is serving deep-fried junk food that's made out of plant, but it's vegan. And I thought, you know what? We do it every day. Let's just pull up our RV we'll, at these veg fests. We'll just serve people really healthy food. So we're going to have a potato bar. We're going to have two ah, kinds of potatoes. We're working with the Florida Veg Fest organizer, to just bring our RV in, we're just—it's it, a—it's a no-brainer because you got all these speakers telling everybody stop eating oil. There's nowhere to go to eat oil-free where they are. We'll be the—we'll have a monopoly on We've oil-free, got oil-free food. Oil-free pesto, oil-free cashew cheese. We have thirty recipes on our website. You can go to our website right, website right now and look at all the different recipes yeah. we make. And and I cooked alongside you. One of the most fun things that we did um, as a as a company, the comp- parent company that we work for, we weren't able to be together during the year. So they had an online virtual cooking night with Bruce At and Mindy. Last year, yes, yeah. and you gave us our shopping list, and we made the pesto, which was fabulous. Mm-hmm. We made a lasagna. Um, the brownies were a big hit. It was so fun. So I think too when people. 
hear this and they're not sure, they just think things don't taste good without all of the oils and the things that we're used to. But, you know, because you eat clean and eat in a way that's better for your body doesn't mean you eat tasteless, mm -hmm. that you don't like the flavors. Food is fabulous. I mean, so good. Right. We're both foodies. I mean, I've been a chef. I would consider myself a gourmet. I mean, I, mm -hmm. the food is is freaking fantastic. You got to make it yourself. You're not going to get it at a restaurant. And that's <laughs> self care too. So when yeah. you when you make it together, when you and your partner or your family cooks together, yeah. it, it's there's something really just beautiful about that experience. Don't and go out. Absolutely. Don't go to the restaurant. Yeah. Take your family to the grocery store. And you're all talking. And take them to the health section of the grocery store, which is not the labeled health section. It's in the produce aisle. Mm. And go buy every amount. Take all your kids and say, go buy anything that's organic and grows out of the ground. And, and we're going to make a pizza. We're going to make a pizza when we get home. Mm -hmm. And they go buy it and they bring it home and they make that pizza and they make the dough and they watch it go in the oven and they spent the whole day with mom or dad or both together learning how to eat healthily guess what they are all doing more that they could do for their health than anything they will ever do at a doctor's office right and they're right. giving their children an absolute wonderful gift by decreasing based on science decreasing the risk of getting sick and dying of a chronic disease like the rest of us do mm. in this country it's criminal yeah, I, I love that um, suggestion. And, and earlier in one of our episodes, we had another nutritionist. She works on campus, works a lot with our athletes and in that mm -hmm. world. And we too spoke about the practice of creating together and, and how important that is to your family's well-being. And, and food is love was, was our mm -hmm. conversation, which it's is true. definitely what we are speaking to here as food, well. Food, so. food is love, Tammy, but here's where it gets tricky. You know, people think, oh, I got cancer, my dad got cancer, my aunt, you know. People think they inherit genes that are going to give them cancer. And the research doesn't indicate that. The research indicates that cancer development is in, from a genetic perspective, is in the mm. 5 to 10% range. What's the other 90% of risk of getting cancer and heart disease? It's what you eat. Right. It is the food that you eat. And so Bruce, what Bruce is saying is, is that we inherit recipes. We inherit recipes. Mm -hmm. we, we, you yes. inherit genetics. Yes. But nobody, that, the recipes are what's going to turn the bad genetics on if it's not good recipes. So if you were growing up with a family that says, we love fried chicken, and I grew up in that family. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and then you come in and say, guess what, loving family? I did some research. Fried chicken should not be consumed by human beings if you want to live a long and healthy life. That is not going to go over well with mom or grandma who's been making fried chicken for the family their whole life. So it can be very, it's a very sensitive, sensitive subject matter, certainly around the holidays. It can be, it can even be contentious. So Absolutely. Uh, yeah, what, we have our ideas of, of comfort foods and mm -hmm, when we're sure. in a, a bad place, when we're depressed, when we're when we're feeling out of sorts, what do we gravitate to? The things that our family, right, would would serve with us, those comfort foods, which often for right. us, you're right, are not mm -hmm. not the healthiest ones to choose in, in for most, most people. In almost yeah. all cases, they're not healthy. Yeah. And what I suggest is always when you are in that space where 
I just need to eat something. Maybe I feel a little down or maybe I, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. have something always available that you can get quick. Like I always say, have baked potatoes in the refrigerator already cooked. So all you have to do is stick it in the microwave and then, and then it's so satiating. Sweet potatoes are sweet and they're satiating and they should be on everyone's plate um, almost every day. I'm eating one right now. <laughs> so I took, um, if you hear the crunching, he really is eating. <laughs> I took little potatoes and I cut them really, really thin. And so I made like crisps mm. in the, and, and so no oil. I use parchment paper. They're in like the healthy microwave. potato chips. They're okay. so good. And I just put on the top, I put garlic powder and I put um, onion powder and a little paprika, um, a little bit of pepper and just cooked in the oven. And so for our listeners, if they go to your website, you do have some recipes oh, on the website to share. Okay, good. Yeah. So they can they can go Love find your sweet that. potato chips on there. Mm-hmm. And I also wrote a book called The Plant-Powered Penis. Woo! And in that book is a whole <laughs> recipe section. So it's, oh gosh, I think it's like 100 recipes in that one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So each of them have books. I don't know. I don't know which one you're going to choose when you go to the bookstore. Do you, (laughs) do you want to talk about the plant powered penis or (laughs) plant powered? Bruce, I forget. Plant powered approach to prostate cancer. Approach. I I mean, once you hear penis, you forget about everything else. So yeah. I mean, it's so funny though, when you go to, go to Amazon, cause you can buy it on Amazon and you put a plant powered, you're going to get, it's going to self-populate approach to prostate cancer. You're gonna, it's just going to self-populate for Bruce's book because I have penis in the title. You have to spell every single thing out. Really? Yeah. P E N I, you have to do it all. <laughs> because it's, because it's that word. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, good tip. Good to know. For, for We have to be patient with that one. Um, I would love to hear, because you are living in this RV, which sounds great in a Winnebago, but we know that two humans and a dog, you now have a dog with you, mm-hmm. you did sell the contents of your life. Really, this is your home. Mm-hmm. So you do everything in this together traveling together how how is the you know all of us have self-care in different ways so we've been speaking to food which is really important but you know each of us have other things that are important whether it's time alone whether it's you know a meditation practice whether it's you know other routines and habits we have so how is this journey living in this small space together all the time, um, which, you know, is a hard for a lot of people. How, how do you find ways to care for yourself or to, I guess, get your particular needs met, you know, so that you can stay in this healthy, thriving, you know, environment. How do you spend time alone? Is that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm kind of asking, do you ever get to be alone, but maybe you don't need that. Right. So maybe that's not part of your self care. We're working on separate projects and but we're together. Well, we're, we're alone in the same room. And we just, <laughs> we get along, we get along really well. It's that easy. So I mean, we're, we're easygoing and we, we're best friends too. Best friends. Aww. Best friends. Bruce is, uh, Bruce is a better meditator than I am. So Bruce okay. does meditate. Uh, I meditate by running uh, okay. and, and I do meditate every, uh, 
once, twice a week. But well, Bruce I'll, is I'll really tell you what. I mean, the biggest thing is getting people. We you don't even realize it, but you start to accumulate more stuff and houses or whatever, and you get tied. You can't go. You know, you can't go to Morocco because you got to do something with your house. Mm. And when you get rid of everything, it's like you can do whatever you want. Mm. There's nothing holding you back. You don't like where you are? Go somewhere else. Yes. It is spectacular. And your dog is with you. Getting rid of everything we own was the best thing we ever did. Yeah. Wow. Except for the dog. Except for the dog. And we love the dog. So this morning we went to the beach and our home is right here, wherever the two of us are with our dog. That's mm-hmm. home. Yeah. And that's actually a Japanese saying. It says, where's home? Home is with my wife. That's I don't know the Japanese mm-hmm. saying, but home is where my wife is. It doesn't matter where it is. It's just that's home. But getting back to that. the beach, but thank you. Getting back <laughs> to the beach. And we um we were at the beach this morning, Bruce was with Milo, throwing the ball, throwing the ball. I was up just doing just some calisthenics and that sort of thing. So I was I was alone in my own thoughts. He was there, but I was, so I think we're really good at that. I think we're good at um, separating. We have, we have our work. We have our business together. We have our family. We've raised three children. Uh, we have activity, but we pretty much do everything together really everything together don't you think that's that we don't surf together oh so okay talk about that yeah so when you surf which you love right that's obviously a huge piece of self-care for you yes it is surfing Mm -hmm. is uh it's like meditation yeah it's great it's it's awesome it's uh it's a lifestyle (laughs) I got so a different 13. I'm still doing it. I'm 63. <laughs> so I have to ask in the RV, when you're like planning your trips, do you try to get back to the West Coast, back to the sunny spots so you can get more surfing in now that you have this ability to really be anywhere you want to be at any time, right? You just drive over there. Do you try to plan well, it's these usually little... a flight. <laughs> okay. Okay. But the great news is wherever we are, I mean, the, the, there's great surf all over the world. I've traveled all over the world. Uh, right. you know, Portugal's nice. Portugal's closer than California for here. I can fly to Portugal. <laughs> and, and, we have. Were, <laughs> and we were supposed to be in Portugal last month. But I threw oh. And we were supposed to be in Costa Rica the month before. But Bruce, he didn't mean to. But he put <laughs> in the garbage. And so we, don't, we still don't have it. It's been four months. We still don't oh have my passport. gosh! It's Things crazy. are so backed up that four months later you cannot get a new passport. Yeah. Well, it's we got an email saying it's coming in the mail. Okay, finally, it's, but that's it's been crazy. We, that's actually why we ended up here is because we had nowhere to go. Yeah, I know. We were, and so we here, is, where where is here? I don't even know. Oh, where we're you're uh, currently right uh, docked with some very good friends, uh, Michael and Renee Wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Renee taught aerobics with Mindy back in the eighties, and mm-hmm. I threw my passport away. It was the July Fourth weekend, and there's nowhere to stay in an RV at an RV park at the beach on 4th of July weekend. They're all oh, full. Gosh. And Mindy reached out on Facebook and Renee got back and said, Hey, we have full hookup at our house. And we said, okay, here we come. And that was four months ago. We've been here from their driveway for four months. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because I, because I, I didn't have a passport. I, we couldn't go anywhere. I mean, we, we've gone a lot of places all domestically. But right. we booked, we booked the Portugal trip. We booked the Costa Rica trip oh, and canceled. then canceled, canceled, canceled. 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 Oh. <laughs> 
Oh but my gosh. Margaret, we will go. Portugal is amazing. We love Portugal. And then Bruce, um, hopefully we'll go to South Africa for, for maybe six weeks this summer with a friend of his. So he oh. does. And when our kids were little, Bruce would take a trip or two a year on a major surf trip. And that's when I always got stuff done in the house. Like I'd bring <laughs> a painter and paint all the inside faux, or I'd, I'd do, do some weird thing with the house when he was gone. It was like, yay, he's gone. I can do all this stuff to the house. <laughs> So, so it's good. So you still find that balance of being together, but still taking those moments to do the things that are important to you that you really enjoy, like surfing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 you know, I agree. I need my feet on the ground. I love surfing. I've tried a couple times. I, yeah, I mean, like anything, you have to really practice and put time into it. I I don't know if I have that in me, but it looks so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I love the ocean to look at, mm-hmm. to put my feet in, but not to, no, not to be tumbled up and down and around. I don't like to, I don't like that feeling of not knowing which direction is up. And I don't know how Bruce does it because yeah. Bruce, Bruce surfs gnarly waves. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's a gnarly kick-ass surfer. I mean, the surf language is pretty cool too. So you have that down. Oh, we actually teach a workshop together called right surfboarding yeah and we taught it in uh thailand um bangkok yep mm-hmm. and it was just so much fun oh my gosh we taught him for lauderdale too a few years ago uh but he he knows all the jargon of course and then i know how to then take that and put it into like group exercise mm-hmm. uh exercise oh it was so much fun that's awesome. I love yeah. that. I love those collaborations that, and that makes what you do so much more enriching. I think when, I mean, when you're working with anyone, but it's really nice that you get to do it with your best friend and your partner, which is yeah. really sweet. When, when we switched, you know, during the, the height of the pandemic and most things were online and here, you know, we, we weren't able to be in person. Um, I remember one of the first things that we were doing uh, with our company online and, and the struggles that many of us had with the internet and figuring out zoom and how to present on zoom and how to, and, and do you now look back and think, Oh my gosh, like, like this is a whole other skill set that we now have. Like you in an RV could really now, which probably wasn't a thought when you started, like it just opened up this whole other opportunity, right? I know we love being in person, but you really could do what you do anywhere in the world now. Oh, it's so, completely changed the landscape completely. Right. Also, I noticed, well, when it first started, uh, when the Zoom thing first came about, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm an old girl. I, I don't know technology very well. Well, I do now, but I was scared to death, scared right. to death. I got better and better and better and better. And now it's second nature. And I found that I am a better teacher now than before the pandemic. I slow down. I explain things better. I can take my time. Uh, it's very nice to be able to have cue cards all around your, your computer. <laughs> so it looks like you're very, very smart. Yes. <laughs> reading your cue cards to keep you on track. I really, I like it. Now, Bruce, on the other hand, he did, he did not like the, the, experience oh, it's just it's very nutrition is such a personal subject 
in an intimate subject. Mm -hmm. And it can be a very uncomfortable subject for a lot of people when they learn. It, it requires... When I present live, it usually turns into a... There's 30 minutes of interaction and discussion after a lecture mm -hmm. and during the lecture. Right. Online, and I, I mean, I can do it online. Uh, I, you know. And you do Are it there well. any questions? There yeah, are no yeah. questions. Nobody asks any questions. It's just like I'm just talking to a computer. I don't like it. I like human. And I'll tell you this. Everybody's going to figure it out sooner or later. They might go, oh, yeah, I'm just no. You need the live interaction, yeah. especially if you're telling people that uh, you've changed, you've changed your behavior. It was difficult. You've done it, and it, it, you're recommending that other people do it. it. It doesn't. I don't know. I mean, maybe it comes across. It's just as tough for me. Oh, you're personally. very, you're very good on Zoom. Yeah, I, I'm not saying. I thank you. I'm not saying I'm not good on Zoom. I'm just saying I feel like I'm much more effective mm -hmm. yeah. when I can just sit down and talk to people because I know the science. It's not difficult to understand, and I'm not. I just answer, can answer people's questions. Well, Bruce, right. a good example was yesterday at VegFest, or two days ago. Right. You were one of the only live presenters. Everybody That's else so was interesting, just right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I think, too, you know, obviously I love um, that recognition, though, Mindy, of, you know, we've learned things that we now are applying, right, mm -hmm. to our skill set. And I think that's always so important. Um, and we know we could do on Zoom whatever we need to, right, to get through, to reach other people. But I so agree that there's something different about being in that presence with other people, because if they're not raising their hand or asking a question, you still know if that person has one, right? You can feel it. You could sense it. You've, it's energy. It's do. Right. So when you don't have that piece, you know, you lose that on the screen. You have no clue. There's no sense of. And, and I love that. I don't know. I guess I'm just an energy person. Like I love to think about the energy. And although the computer, like us right now, we're together on the screen. We are looking at each other. We're engaged. We're recording this. But, but you know, we're not together. Like if I was really sitting at your table and snacking on your sweet potato chips with you and we were in right. our glass of wine, nice red wine, it'd be so different. Um, and the conversation would be different just because it is that personal, really personal feel. So, you know, there's such pros and cons of each of each of those pieces. And I don't know if you have noticed a difference, I guess, when you were teaching more online of what it cost you energetically. Like for me, teaching a class online or having a lecture online was so much more draining than what oh, I would do in person. You are so right. I do the eight hours about a bootcamp training. Mm -hmm. Ask Bruce. I come back to the back and I'm like, that was because it was just me. Talk, 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 talk. I mean, they're not right. teach backs. They're not. Uh, and I don't ever give people breaks anyway. I'm not, I'm not a break person. And Bruce and I, when we do our nine hour one day to wellness training, we say, okay, I hope you have a strong bladder because in nine <laughs> hours, well, no, we give little breaks, but not many. We have them bring their lunch because it's staying engaged. Mm -hmm. When you are on Zoom and doing like an eight-hour training, you don't have any idea what those people are doing. I mean, they're, they may go and they're doing their laundry. They're taking care of their kids while they're watching. It's so discombobulated for that person. Disengaging. So I yeah. yeah. So I don't think that they have the experience like you're talking about. I mean, I might. I'm putting everything yeah. that I possibly can into the screen and more and more and than more, you would do more. And they're, and they're really actually engaged less. 
because they have so many distractions around them that are pulling them away. Yeah. Oh, I agree so much. And and if anybody has not seen Mindy present, when you present in person, like you are like a dynamo, like you are so dynamic and you give so much energy. So if you're trying to do more than that, like on a screen, <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> how that's possible. Oh my goodness. It's true though. You know, you know, Tammy, it's just, it's, it's what we're in now. We have to do yeah. what we have to do. Right, right. We don't have to love every second. Yeah, we have to do what we have to do. The energy thing, though, is def was definitely something that I noticed. You know, we, we you created your program. You could do it in your sleep. You go out and you're with somebody and you leave that live workshop or training energized. Energized, right. The second we put it on Zoom and you do that thing, which should be easier because you haven't left your RV or you haven't left your... You know, you have your slippers on and no one knows whatever it is. It's like at the end of the day, it takes you three days to recover. You know, right. I, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't figured out the exact thing that it is. If we try harder, if it's the screen, if it's the lack of that, um, whatever we get back from that live person, mm -hmm. I don't know how to put my finger on it, but I know personally, it just costs me so much more. Mm -hmm. But it's also no downtime. So you right. have absolutely, if someone's ask, asking you a question, then you have time to stop talking yourself, mm. listen, think, ask other people what they think. When you are in, at, in Zoom, you're always, you're always on. Yeah. There's never any uh, focus on anyone else. So I find that I, I, I have to do so much, so much more. Yeah. yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Is there any uh, new habit or routine that you, either of you have started during the pandemic that now you're like, how I have to keep this in my life because it's so amazing. Anything new? Cause a lot of us had new things happening. That's a good question. Living in an RV. <laughs> <laughs> no, you started that before though, right? Was yeah. it before the pandemic hit? What do you think, bro? New habit. Hmm. Well, We're thinking that you do. No. Um, well, we, okay. So when the pandemic started, uh, well, when it happened and, and everything was shut down, we, we've always wanted a dog oh. and we never had time or the, we couldn't have a dog because of our travel schedule, all of that. Well, we could get a dog. And so early on the, in the pandemic, we got our golden doodle Milo and our whole lives, really revolve around Milo. So in the morning we stay in bed until Milo wakes up because he sleeps with us. And we, uh, we stay in bed when he's like wanting to cuddle and it's, and then we take him to the beach in the morning. I mean, every, our whole routine revolves around Milo. Don't you think? I love that though. You know, something that you never thought you would fit into your lifestyle mm -hmm. and then having those, you know, that little bit of time. Um, and then obviously with the traveling home, like mm -hmm. we were, you were talking to Bruce, like leaving your things behind and that maintenance. It is hard when you're traveling a lot to leave a pet, you know, and you feel guilty, but now he's just part of the, part of the whole day. Yeah. Part of the whole day. We yeah. just got to figure out how to get him on an airplane. Yeah. When we travel. Okay. Yeah. 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 But really that's, that is, I think the biggest thing, uh, since pre-pandemic is is the dog the dog has just added so much to our lives true true <laughs> so 
I love that. So many people, so many people did get pets in the same situation. And, uh, and it's nice to find fulfillment in something that you didn't realize, right. In a different way. Yeah. 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 Isn't it called like a COVID puppy or something? (laughs) I don't know. But when we, we really wanted a golden doodle Mm -hmm. and there were no golden doodles at all. Like in the whole state of California. I mean, I looked and looked and looked and looked. We went to shelters to try to find another dog and there were, nobody had a dog. And so I finally found a website that I could get one out of state. And, and so we, we picked him out and we got him at two months and he's just been, he's 15 months now. And picked him up in his home. Like you were literally, literally driving into the driveway of the shelter, like you're you're home. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay, I have one one last question, and this is usually something that I I like to ask all of my guests, um, because I think it's an important part of our self-care, and it it deals with self-care, self-love, self-talk. You know, you are best friends and partners, and, you know, you are friends to other people. You have children, your parents. We know how to, right, care for those that we love, but are you good at being your own best friend? A hundred percent. You are. Okay. Love it, Bruce. Well, I don't know. I, almost, yeah. I love myself. I'm awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bruce. Uh, I love it. You're my first guest to have said that. For me. Oh, no. I just no, look no. at my mirror and I go, damn, you're cool. <laughs> you know, why can't everybody be as cool as you? Why can't they be? Okay, so wait, were you always like that, or is that something something newer in in maybe the last ten years? I've always been that way. He's always been. Well, I never. I've always. Yeah. Yeah. I like myself. I mean. Yeah. yeah. I don't really know how to answer. I guess it's maybe it's more of a female thing. Well, because in general, women, you you know, you're taking care of the kids for the most part. You're doing a lot of stuff, and you're having to multitask, and you. I think young mothers are the really the ones, and maybe that's what your focus is. But I remember when our kids were young, everybody yeah. could use self help time alone, but nobody has the time, or the, they're at the end of their road. They're like, eat this way. They're like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> well, sometimes, <laughs> no, and I think this. I'm just trying to get through school tomorrow. Right. We've been there. We know that. That's, that's, so that, that's for you. Yeah, we're, we, We've got a nice schedule where we have time and I I think one part that transcends the gender though is like the inner critic. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes we're not, you know, when we do something and we're like, oh, why did I do that? You know, some of us are are better at uh, than others at saying, it's okay, like you messed up and don't worry about it, right? And that's, you know, being a good best friend versus the always negative, like you suck. Like, why did you do that? When are you going to learn? We've been doing it this way for 60 something years. When are you ever going to learn? You know? So I I think too, you know, a lot of what you're speaking to, absolutely. It is hard for, especially the the caregivers and the family to, to find the time to do for all that. But I think there's many ways that we're a friend to ourselves. Uh, But I love that you look in the mirror and you say, I am awesome. So I hope more people do that. I want everyone to take your tip and, and start I hope to do you that. Too. <laughs> and if I Hi, ever, well, if I ever am feeling like like reliving something that I wish I had done differently, mm-hmm. Bruce does check me on it. Like he'll say, "Oh, you know, you, you can't do anything about it, or you, that's that's wasting time, or something like that." And then that that gets me out of it 
um, pretty quick, but I do, I do reflect when I do something that I should not, that I should have done something a little bit differently or done it better, or it does stick with me for, for a while. I'll give an example. Bruce and I, we won the uh, 2017 Lifetime Achievement Award at Pro. It was great. And our kids flew out and they came up on stage with us. Well, Bruce first thanked the group and he said a little, little something. And then I thanked the group and said a little something, but I didn't thank my kids. Oh. I thought about that. I still think about that. I still harbor that guilt mm-hmm. of not thanking my kids on stage 2017. I, I don't know what it is, it, but it, but I, I do, I do relive some of the things that I wish I could do again. And I wish, I wish that wasn't so I wish I yeah. could just go on and okay, I've learned from this and I'm just going to pick myself up and, and I'll do better next time. But there are certain things that I, w- that, that, that are hard, yeah. a little hard. No, I agree. And that the, the replaying over and over the, the, mm-hmm. the earworm, you know, and you can't get rid of it. And especially if that was so long ago, you might forget about it. Then something pops up and again, the dialogue right. and it's right. circling. So yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think if you're, I think if you're a mom, you do definitely look back and think, oh, if I, if I just didn't do that when my child was in third grade, or if I, <laughs> if I knew better, I mean, it's like for Bruce and I, if we knew about nutrition when our kids were young, mm. oh, we wish we could go back and feed them better. Wish I could have fed myself better. I don't think I would have gotten cancer. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I just made yeah, that sense. And you know, and, uh, we, we have to learn the lessons, right? And we have to have the experiences and, and, you know, all of them are a part of our journey, right? Yeah. All a part of- and we're works in progress. I mean, Bruce isn't, <laughs> he looks in the mirror. I'm awesome. He's perfect. Oh, <laughs> he is. He is so perfect. Oh, I just look at my mirror. You're like, you're looking good. Yeah. I love I it. Know. No, I, I admire that so much. Right. I'm a train wreck just like everybody else, but. Yeah, but it's I'm, okay. But he I'm accepts it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's, yeah. that's so Isn't good. everybody in love no. with themselves? Yes. Oh. Yeah. I, I How could that not be? They should be. They should be. They should that's be. the first one you got to love. But I think some you people. You can't love anybody else till you love yourself. But I think some people are really um, self-critical. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. yeah. No, I love that. I, I mean, it's so true. And I love that it's it's easy for you in the sense that it really is a quandary. Like, what do you mean other people don't feel that way? And so many, <laughs> and so many people do struggle. Like it's the bane of their existence is the, the do, inner I'm critic. Being, and the, I'm being flippant. I do understand that, but it, it mm. does, it does baffle me a little bit. Well, it baffles you that people still eat meat. No, 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 that isn't, that's just marketing. Okay. <laughs> that's just money and marketing. What? Thanksgiving? You're going to have a turkey? Are you kidding? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, I so appreciate the time that you took out of your day to have this conversation. I am very excited to share this with all of our listeners, which some are on our campus, but there's many people around the globe that listen in. So if people are just hearing and they're in the US and they're curious about One Day to Wellness, hopefully they're going to go to your website, which is onedaytowellness.org. And then if they want to like host a day because you travel around. Is there information about that on the website? Because you do do your workshops via your nonprofit. You have all of this information to share. Do you want to give us any info about that, how to direct them in case they're interested in that piece? 
Yes. So onedaywellness.org, absolutely. And we have a, a laundry list of different options that they can choose. They can choose a one day. They can choose a one weekend. They can do our online training course. That's available, our One Day to Wellness course. Also, our cooking and coaching course is, is mm. um, embedded in that as well. It's a, it's a bonus. But people can hire us to do a two-hour, just like we did with you, Tammy, yeah. last Christmas, uh, can hire us to do a two-hour cooking course. And the cool thing about that is that while we're cooking, Bruce is disseminating so much information about plant-based nutrition. Right. Like we'll pick up nutritional yeast and they'll say, well, this nutritional yeast has blah, 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 And this is why you should be eating it. I mean, it's really, it's very educational as well as fun, as well as you could get to make really good food. And that's, that's really the important thing when you're trying to help people change their eating habits, which is the most difficult thing for anybody to do. And I know because I did it. It is hard for people to change the way they eat. Mm -hmm. And you can talk to them to your blue in the face and use all the science you want to convince them that's what they need to do. But until they take a bite out of your saffron oil-free risotto oh, so with gosh. no animal products in it, and they uh. go, my gosh, this is the best thing I've ever eaten, that'll turn the switch. They'll go, oh, I can eat healthful. It does. It tastes good. Yeah, right. The food tastes good. And by the way, the food will taste good. But most people, they're they've been so desensitized. Their taste buds have been so desensitized by uh, processed foods and salt. Mm -hmm. They can't. They, it takes a while for your taste buds to recalibrate. And excess sugar. You know, it's just everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so true. That's so true. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well. I that's fabulous. And so hopefully people are going to catch you in your RV as you travel around to all of the amazing places you go. I have to look at your schedule. And uh, I've been, I'm tr I tried one time. The problem is getting you to Connecticut when you're over here, like our students aren't here um, by the time it worked last time. So I'm going to have to relook at your schedule. Yes, and our son's getting married in Connecticut the beginning of June. All May? right. June. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk. We're going to talk. Yeah, we're yes. we're, we're going to get you here while you're in Connecticut. How can we not? Are you driving the RV here or are you flying? Yes. You're driving. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, Connecticut fans, stay tuned because I'm going to circle back and we're going to see if we can get them here for for at least a few hours to do something fun, which would be great. We would um, love, we love speaking with students. students love are, it. Okay. The younger, the better. All right. We'll see what we can do. We're going to try to work some magic. I so appreciate your time and I hope you have a fabulous rest of your fall and get lots of surf time in once uh, that passport arrives in your hand. <laughs> Thank you, Tammy. It's been fun talking with you. You as well. I am so grateful to each and every one of you tuning in and it is Thanksgiving week. So Hopefully you found a little inspiration to put into your own day-to-day -day life with this week's episode of Living Well While Living Online, which is a production of Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. I really enjoyed, they always make me laugh, they're so incredible, Bruce and Mindy Milry, just a real joy. They live life to the fullest. If you met them in person, and I hope each and every one of you can, they are so full of life and just brings so much energy and passion to all they do. And Mindy in particular has been a role model and inspiration to many of us in the fitness world. And I love that 
Bruce now has joined her and that they are out there spreading um, everything that they have gleaned from their own life, uh, especially with um, looking at how to care for yourself. And so with their One Day to Wellness program, I hope that you all get to do a little more research and dive into more of Bruce and Mindy Milree. So a big shout out to them as well. And then to the team who makes all of this happen, to Renette Chifu, thank you for being the producer, David DeRoche, executive producer, Lauren Scupo on our social media, and thank you to Scott Holmes for the theme music. To learn more about our podcasts, please visit qu.edu slash podcast. And you can listen to all of our podcasts on the platform or app of your choice. You can check us out on Twitter or Instagram at qupodcasts. And feel free to send us an email at qupodcasts at qu.edu. Next week, we get to listen in on conversation with Dr. Devin Markle, who is a sports psychologist at Quinnipiac University. I really think that you are going to get a lot of rich information, uh, tips and tricks that you can put into your own life, and the honest reality of it doesn't get easier for any of us. So please tune back in next week. And until then, my friends, be intentional, breathe deep, and learn to be your own best friend.